Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello and welcome fellow explorers. Thank you for diving in. Our mission is to get you and ourselves out of our comfort zone to explore. We are so grateful for our experts and guests who give their time and help us along the path of exploration. Each guest starts the episode with us as an expert or a challenger and ends the episode as a friend. Recently, we learned that the world has lost one of our experts and one of our friends, Laura Anderson. She helped us all understand our dreams through her interpretations on episode 21 of Siren Soapbox. We are all shocked and saddened to learn that she recently passed and entered into eternal rest. We extend our condolences to her friends and family. She was an amazing person and artist, and we dedicate this episode to her. We're going to have a moment of silence in her honor before beginning. And now on to today's episode. On October 3rd, the Sirens received a challenge. It reads, Dear Sirens, ATCs, artist trading cards, are handmade trading cards. 2.5 by 3.5 inches that you trade with other artists. I don't know about you guys, but I don't generally like sharing my artwork because I'm worried about what other people are looking at and judging it. But I've really gotten into ATCs. There's even a website, atcsforall.com. This is where you can trade with other artists from all over. It brought me out of my comfort zone and was a lot of fun. I just thought I'd let you know about it if you haven't already heard. May the force be with you, Aranza Reyes Lawson. According to StrathmoreArtist.com, artist trading cards are miniature pieces of art that are traded around the world. Artists create, trade, and collect at organized swap events, either in person or online. The only rule for ATCs is the size, which Aranza already told us, 2.5 by 3.5. In 1997, M. Vincent Sturenman, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, he's a Swiss artist. He created 1,200 cards by hand as part of an exhibit. On the last day, he invited others to create their own cards and trade with him during the closing reception. The movement took off, and today there are ATC, ATC swaps in almost every major city around the world. There's also many online swaps. So how did the sirens do? If at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is mango. Mango. First up on her soapbox is Murph. Artist trading cards is something I had never heard of before we received this challenge. So I started out by just mindlessly doodling on some cards, two and a half by three and a half while I was editing podcasts and not really paying much attention to it. The website that we were introduced to was difficult for me to navigate. And 
So I decided to look on Facebook. Luckily, there are a ton of swap groups on Facebook to choose from. And after I joined a few of those groups and saw some of those cards these people were making, I knew I was going to have to up my game. So then I put some more thought into my doodles. I drew a gnome using some markers. I put these ATC cards up on the uh, Facebook groups and only one of them was wanted in a trade. <laughs> I had a hard time with artist trading cards. I felt like my work was being judged and snubbed and it really wasn't a great feeling to be honest. This one kind of hit my self-esteem, but not only were people not wanting my cards, but I had a really hard time asking people for their cards because I was worried they wouldn't like my stuff. Until I saw a mermaid wearing a Santa hat and holding a glass of wine. I did ask that artist if we could trade and she said yes. So I sent off a little gnome that I had painted and added some Christmas lights too. I'm still waiting for my mermaid to arrive, but this all just happened last week, so. I did also participate in a blind trade. This way of trading felt super low pressure because you don't get to see the art you're trading ahead of time. I received three really cool cards from one person. They came in a makeshift card holder that was held together with washi tape that read, be happy over and over again. And that made me smile. Sara, how did you like artist trading cards? I have to admit to not having looked forward to this project at all, really. I did put it off as long as I could. I mean, I bought the cards and the sleeves. I signed up on the website and started following and liking posts on the Artist Trading Cards Facebook page almost immediately. However, I put off the actual work, you know, the artist stuff. Actually starting to create took some serious self-talk and some supportive motivation from my fellow sirens. With no clear plan in mind, I headed out to Hobby Lobby. You know, a quick trip to Hobby Lobby, ha. On Black Friday, no less, double ha. That alone was a totally uncomfortable experience. People everywhere. So yes, out of my comfort zone. I found some pretty cool things eventually though. It was kind of fun scouring the art aisles and coming up with ideas. Another major mistake made besides hitting up Hobby Lobby on Black Friday was picking up a box of glitter. I mean, I just picked it up. I didn't open it or buy it, but I still had glitter on my kitchen table later that day. But anyway, I really loved my first find, which was color changing paint. And as I looked at all the options available to me, my idea kind of grew into a real plan. And I was pretty proud of myself for deciding what I wanted to create. However, I was using materials I wasn't very familiar with and had no idea how they would act and interact. But I did end up having a ton of fun making a mess experimenting. It did take me back to the days of doing school projects with the kids. So moving on to what I ended up creating. Well, I'm not the best at making things look like they really are. Clearly, I didn't do enough work on that while doing the artist's way. So I started out with some designs, or let's call them original creations and leave it at that. I did, end up, I did end up liking what I created, so that was fun. By far, however, the most uncomfortable part of this experience was posting pictures of my cards on the Artist Trading Cards Facebook page. It was tough to put my creations out there for comments and likes. It left me feeling pretty vulnerable. Suffice to say, I still have my cards, and I know some lucky sirens who just may be getting some original Siren Sara artwork for Christmas. With that, on to Jess. <laughs> Thanks, Sara. So I almost mangnoed out of this challenge. I'm not artistic in this medium. I don't enjoy painting or drawing, so this challenge was super hard for me. I can do well enough at wine and painting events because they have step-by-step -step instructions. 
also there's wine. I don't have to share my art with anybody besides the people that I'm there with who are always friends. I decided to give it a shot though and I ordered some cards. While waiting for my cards to arrive, I browsed the groups on Facebook for ideas and to figure out how to do the swaps. This was a bad idea because it caused a serious blow to my confidence seeing all the talent out there. I kept brainstorming and waiting for my cards. About two weeks after my cards were supposed to arrive, I gave up and created cards out of a hot cocoa box. <laughs> I tried out an idea with some colored pencils. I hated the way it came out. I tried again with some paint pens that I thought would come out a little better, but I still wasn't happy with my creation. Six cards and more unhappiness later, I signed up for a blind swap. This made me feel a little better because I didn't have to wait for someone to ask for my cards or like them. Then I got paired with LC, <laughs> someone I'm friends with who I know won't judge my cards, but I still wanted her to get somebody with more skill so she could have some prettier cards for her swap. Plus, I know if anything I get from her is going to be amazing. So long story short, this was not the challenge for me. I'm glad I did it, but I will not be making any more cards. I hope everyone else had a lot of enjoyment out of it and got some beautiful cards out of your swaps. With that, on to LC. Thank you. I had never heard of artist trading cards before. So I was really excited when we got this challenge because I love creating art. I will say it was a little bit daunting at first having 20 mini blank canvases staring at me. But once I got started, I couldn't stop. My medium of choice is watercolors. And I use this as an opportunity to try some techniques that I've been putting off for quite a while. ATCs are less intimidating than a nine inch by 12 inch piece of paper. I tried the website ATCs for all as suggested by our challenger. I found the format to be a little bit complex to use. I did meet a really nice guy by the name of Alan or Pancake Machine and he was incredibly helpful for guiding me in what to do and how to trade. For the rest of my trades I did it on a group that Murr had suggest suggested. This was much easier for me to use since it's one less thing to log into. I tried to trade for cards that reminded me of the podcast. I had one day that I just had to share with the other sirens because the synchronicities were crazy. I had three cards come in. The first one I opened, it was in a journal sheet and it said something about block creatives. And I opened it and it had a crown, which is what I had traded for. It reminded me of the Queens. And there was also five bonus cards in there. One of them said the artist way morning pages. And I was like, we did that. <laughs> that was from Allison in Massachusetts. Then I opened a card from Tammy in Illinois. Hers was a multicolored mermaid tail that reminded me of the podcast. We had messaged each other and she told me that the picture on her greeting card that the ATC was in was taken from her drone. And I was like, I'm a drone pilot. So we chatted about that. And then the next one, I didn't tell the sirens about because I figure they're probably sick of all the synchronicities. That was from Arlene and she had a card with a bird and real leaves on it. And I got that one because of Drin, the bird lady. A few days later, Arlene had messaged me and she kept talking about this watercolor artist I should check out. And this artist was literally the artist that I had signed up for to take a winter class online with. So I thought that was pretty crazy. I had so many conversations with wonderful, wonderful people from all over the globe, like Stuart in the UK. I am so thankful for our challenger to introducing us to the artist trading cards. Tell us about your ATCs, TC, 
say that five times fast. <laughs> we'll tell you one thing for certain. I need more time for this challenge, which basically means I'm going to keep creating and training, which is interesting because originally I wasn't into this challenge, not because I didn't want to create. I love creating, but I try not to collect. I'm a recovering collection addict. My whole family has collections of collections, and I have in the past as well. I enjoy the freedom from things more than I enjoy, enjoy collecting them. So once I came up with a solution for that, I plan to frame a perfect square of trading cards, maybe three by three. I was able to loosen up and enjoy. Well, sort of. In all honesty, I was a little nervous about the idea of being able to create something that other people might want. So I reminded myself that the process of creating is enough. It is enough to create something that I like the idea of or that I like to look at. So I decided to send a little of the Caribbean to everyone. I collected seawater, sand, and small shells or shell fragments from a beach on my way home. I used the seawater to mix with paint for watercolor seascapes. Then I glued sand onto my painted beach and even shells on one of the cards. I had so much fun creating them. And for me, the small size was perfect. I like little things. My trades so far. I posted three sea scenes, sea scenes on one of the Facebook sites. I had a couple of offers, but only accepted one. That was a little weird, but while I could appreciate the art, I didn't want it on my wall. The one I did trade is a picture of a woman in a bathing suit sitting on a cocktail glass holding an umbrella. Above her are the words, create your own world. I can't wait to get it. Then I did a blind trade where you send in three cards and get three in return. The idea made me a little nervous, which is exactly why I did it. I'm finishing a series of Sagittarius cards that I'll hopefully have ready to share with people this week. I wanna post them while it's still Sagittarius season. I think getting the cards in the mail will be the best part. Today, I got my first card in the mail from Siren LC. One of the things we all love about Siren Soapbox is that through exploring, we get to know ourselves and each other better but we also get to know other people from around the world. The sirens have been painting and hiding siren soapbox rocks for months. Check out our website, sirensoapbox.com and click on siren soapbox rocks to learn more. Facebook page coming soon. It is through one of these rocks that we met a fellow explorer. She found a rock and reached out to let us know. Then she took it a step further and introduced us to another art form and challenged us to explore artist trading cards. Aranza Reyes Lawson stepped outside of her comfort zone to share her passion for ATCs and challenged the sirens to do the same. Aranza explained to us that she suffers from depression and anxiety, so she likes to do things to distract herself. And this is how she became involved in artist trading cards. She explained... When I am doing art and crafts, it improves my mental and emotional state, not only in the moment, but also in the long term. Not to mention, I love to collect. And collect she does. Her collections include ATCs, path tags, Pokemon cards, and elongated coins. Please join me in welcoming our challenger, fellow explorer, and artist for this episode of Siren Soapbox, Aranza Reyes Lawson. Yay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show, Aranza. Um, 
So I've been doing artist trading cards for years, but I really just started trading them because most of the sites where you can trade them on, you have to be 18 at least. And since I just turned 18, I can finally start trading them with a bunch of people. <laughs> nice. Um, I actually just got um, some cards in the mail yesterday, which is weird because it was Sunday, but they hadn't delivered mail all week. So uh, I guess they were making up for it. Um, but this was from a blind swap. It was po the theme was poetry and prose, like found poetry and prose. So they, this one says emerge to reckon with its vision is only just beginning. So that's one of the found poetry. And then it has like a picture, a drawing of a butterfly and a pepper. And so, yeah, I've been making them since I was 12, but I can just finally trade them. I'm not very good. Um, so I'm amazed anyone wants to trade with me. I mostly do collages from and found poetry and prose type thing. So that trade was perfect for me um, because, you know, it's easy. <laughs> to, it's easier than drawing. I can't draw at all. Plus, it's easier um, to create something that you're passionate about. And it sounds like, are you, yeah. is poetry something that you're passionate about? Or do you, did you just pick that because you could like cut and paste? I stuff? picked it because I could find words. I'm not good at articulating things with my own words. So most of my brain is movie quotes and book quotes is filled with that because that's the best way I can articulate what I'm actually feeling is through other people's words. Um, which is common with people who have the kind of disorders that I have. Um, so, so, so what was the first card? Are those the first cards that you've received or what was the very first card no, you ever um, received? The first card I received, it was actually a group on Ravelry. So there was a group for artist trading cards. I got some cards. It was, the theme was mandalas and pirates. Oh, cool. Um, so I got different cards. This is my binder of cards. Doesn't have a lot in it right now, but you know, I'm still collecting. <laughs> and um, my favorite card though, I did get on HTC Scrawl. It's this coder. Her handle is Code Bunny on the site. And she jury rigged a, um, like a, she made a pen, a pen plotter out of I don't understand it because I'm not good with computers really but she wrote a code and then connected it to the to colors different numbers to colors and and then used a pen and then made a pen plotter and it made dots in the and it was a contour uh, like a contoured Mandelbrot and it has a and it has a fetus in it. So it's contoured like a womb, the shape of a womb. Hmm. And it has um, a fetus in it. And it's called Mandelbabe. Um, so that one was a trade, like an international trade. It was, um, and I saw her card and I loved it. So I asked her to trade with me and she agreed. So, nice. so I find that intimidating. I have, well, I asked for the mermaid Santa hat card. That's the only card I've asked for. And I wanted to ask for a lot, but I don't feel confident enough to do it. 
Yeah, me neither. But I figured, you know, if she says no, she says no. And then if she doesn't say no, then I can get that really cool card. That's true. The worst thing that's going to happen is someone's going to say no thanks. (laughs) Yes. And And I love that philosophy. The answer is always no if you don't ask. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's true. So, you know, I really loved it, though, to be able to do that because usually I just do the blind swaps. Yeah, I'd like to argue with you because you sent us a sample of your cards when you first sent in the challenge. And I thought your work was amazing. Oh, thank you. Every single one of us are artists and we just have to embrace that. I, Sarah, look at you and Jess, (laughs) you're the first one that I wrote about because I I, I read your soapbox first this morning. I I just said not in that medium. I enjoy knitting. Oh yeah, knitting's fun. You can knit on the card. Yeah, you could do do whatever you want. What if you people do that a lot? Like they're textile cards, and you just put a backing on it. But you can like knit a swatch or crochet a swatch. I like crochet better than knit personally. But um, and then you just or you could weave something and stick it on a card. Can you knit like a? Uh, like a spider web and draw a spider on there or, or knit I like can. a teeny tiny sweater and draw a person and put the sweater on or dogs I can't do designs like I, the intarsia is what you're thinking of like ugly Christmas sweaters or like intarsia and I can't do that but like I enjoy knitting and I enjoy other art forms I just can't draw or paint and I don't enjoy it unless there's you one could, involved you can <laughs> step by step instructions you could definitely do it like a two and a half by three and a half cross stitch though, right? Don't you do that? Oh, no, I don't cross stitch. No, oh, I thought you did. That's, a, that's, I've, a, um, that's Annie. I know. I I've thought definitely you did it with ex- her. experimented with cross stitching and embroidering some cards. That's but, a good idea. And I just look, I'm not very good at it, but I just take the cards and I stitch them up. I, I'm okay at embroidery and cross stitch, but I'm not great at it. I used to do a but lot I, of cross-stitching because cross-stitching, they give you a pattern. They tell you exactly where to stick that needle and exactly mm-hmm. what color thread needs to be on that needle. I can do that. <laughs> I can Sarah can stick, you can stick needles where they need to go. Oh, well, yeah. I, yeah, I do a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the ones I received were like, it was almost like scrapbooking where they took different pieces of paper and they, they stuck it together. Anybody can do that. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to have a, yeah. a picture in mind and you have to have some sort of creativity. I mean, I could do that, but it would look like my, like one of my cats threw up or something, you know. I kind of just stick stuff in places and hope something turns out. <laughs> and that's the ones <laughs> I trade that turn out. <laughs> they don't all turn out, yeah. but at least some of them will. It's like, I like to take... Um, I have some sticker books that have some, uh, even the background of the sticker, the ones that the, I don't know how to say it, but like the, they're cut and then the back, the back of it, like the part that doesn't have this actual sticker, but it's still sticky on the back. Mm -hmm. And I take that and I cut it in pieces because the, um, because the different um, patterns of the, the sticker shapes of the sticker. Yes. The sticker shapes. Thank you. Um, I was never going to get that actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mumbling the whole time. Um, but the, um, 
the sticker shapes, they make really cool patterns. So I just stick them and layer them on top of each other on a card. And then sometimes really cool shapes come out and I can work with that, like that negative space. Hmm. And like once it turned into a bird, the, oh, the white cool. part, the start that's part that cool. was still white, it was shaped like a bird. So I, so then I took letters from my sticker book and put fly. And that's cool. cool. That one, that one I actually liked. <laughs> Part of this process is just about like letting go and letting the creativity flow out of you and just seeing what develops. Uh, playing with your artist child. Is that what you're saying? Your inner artist uh, child. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I feel like I'm quoting the artist way, but yeah. I, yeah, I, that's what I did. I will say that I personally love to create. I love to draw and I love to paint. And so that the making of the cards was super easy for me. It was the trying to trade them part that was hard. It's like, I've had these four beautiful trees. It's the same tree for all seasons. Love it. And nobody has wanted them. What the hell? Who wouldn't want those trees? <laughs> I you know love your trees. Mark. I love your trees. Thank you. You know what's funny is that so many of you said that you thought it was um less intimidating to do the blind swap, but that's more intimidating to me. Because if I put my stuff out there and somebody says, "Hey, I want that," then no one's going to be disappointed. They chose it, they want it, they know what it is. It's all out there. But if I do a blind swap and whomever gets it doesn't like it, then they, Too bad. Could, <laughs> they could be disappointed in what I have. And I, I don't like that feeling. I don't, yeah, but I, don't. I guess the, the feeling that I have about that, because I, I didn't do a blind swap just because I was too chicken, but a blind swap is too bad. So sad. You give it to them. You won't even know if they didn't like it. So there you go. Yeah, I, I don't guess, know. I, I just like to be out there. I like everything out in the open. I like. Lots, oh, sorry. Lots of times the people organizing the swap swap effort for effort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you like, like, um, or they'll swap mediums for medium. So they'll try to swap things that are, that are comparable um, in effort. So lots of times, so at least most of the ones on ATCs for all say that they swap them like that. that so sense. depending on your skill level, you'll, you might get like, you know, the same, so the same kind of work. Right. That makes sense. And yeah, that makes sense. A lot of people that were posting like hand-drawn cards, they would say, I want hand-drawn cards. <laughs> like I mm-hmm, want, mm-hmm. so there, there were people that were specific about that. My feeling though, about the blind swap, Tracy, is that similar to Sarah's, it was, for me, it felt like a surprise and I love surprises. And if I get a card, like I, I only, I've only gotten my, my blind spot from one person, but I really love the cards. I don't know if I would have asked to trade with her if I had just seen them, but getting them as a surprise in the mail made me happy. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel that way about it too. I'm excited to see what three I get. I'm excited for that surprise, but I don't know. I just... I like it all out there in the open. So I did the blind swap simply because I was uncomfortable with it. 
I um I like the blind swaps because of the surprise mostly. And also sometimes it makes me feel good because I know that they because I know that they're swapping effort for effort. And I usually get cards that I think are way better than the cards I sent in. So I'm like, wow, they must have appreciated my cards if I got this grade of cards. Nice. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, let me ask you that with artist trading card or ATC for all.com. There is a, I'm going to forget the name of it. There's like a rating system afterwards. Yes. How um, does that make you feel? Usually you just like, unless the person is a jerk, then they usually just rate whether they got the card more. And mm-hmm. if you hosted the swap well, but you're not really, cause you know, people, you're not supposed to judge the quality of the other person's work in your rating it's more like were they prompt in delivering it like sending it and were did they were they a good host did they do well hosting the swap or did they do well trading with you yeah that's I what like I did that. for- that's good to know that's yeah. that's a lot nicer than the idea of them actually judging your creativity or artwork usually they don't do that sometimes you'll get a person who's just not very nice but i haven't so far i I mean i'm sure other people have but so far talking effort and heartache that went into making something i if i did a blind swap i don't know what i would get because there was a lot of effort and heartache that went into these tiny little things Do you trade on Facebook at all? Because we did a lot of ours on Facebook and it was not based on effort or anything like that. It was just, do you want to do it? And then they randomly picked. And somehow Jess and I ended up as partners. <laughs> so I trade, I haven't traded on Facebook yet, but when, but that's because I had a hard time filtering through all the different um, groups for trading and on ATCs for all it's, just one thing and you can go on the forum they have a list of themes for blind swaps they have and then you can go to the gallery and they have cards that are for open trade um so it was a lot easier for me but i'm gonna try to start on facebook now that i know some good groups to do it on but um but so far i've only done it on atcs for all is my uh, platform, but the it is kind of difficult to manage. However, I have been visiting that site since I for a long time because I was like, when I'm 18, I'm gonna join that site. So I better figure it out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I think we had a really hard time navigating it, but I could see like if we found that site six years ago we mm-hmm. might it might be a totally different ball game yeah so i couldn't trade on it back then but i could i could look on it as a guest yeah you and... make it sound super easy you're like they have these uh forums and you just pick a swap or you go to the gallery and we were like what is we were, this <laughs> we we're messaging each other like do you get it because i don't get it i can't figure it, was it out almost a you blast from the past. Me. i would have oh. told you what was going on but... that's what we should have done because mm-hmm. i've been looking at this site for like six years so yeah that's what we should have done but you know we just went to the facebook (laughs) (laughs) 
what is the longest that you've spent creating a card? I usually create them within like 10 minutes, but it takes me a while to figure out what I want to do sometimes. So I could spend like days or hours figuring out exactly what I want to do. But then once I start doing it, it just Mm -hmm. happens. I'm curious how everyone would answer that question. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Like, like average and longest. The longest was the trees, the set of four trees. And I had so many different colors and I was using acrylic paints that, you know, I had to like let it dry in between and things like that. I did these over the course of an entire evening. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was several hours for those. That was probably the longest it took. I mean, this, this one, but you can't really see circles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like mermaid scales. Yeah. Yeah. That one took me like 10 minutes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It looks cool though. Some Mm -hmm. of these, some of these, oh, this one's fun. I did this one with colored pencils, but you're not gonna be able to see it very well. It's hard. I think we can't see. Does it have the the sleeve on it? No. I think I, I think it's I just saw like that. different wildflowers. Yeah, I can see it. Anyway, I, some of them only took me a few minutes and some like the, the trees were hours. Hmm. Oh, yeah. mine, took, mine took weeks of thinking and thinking and thinking about doing it. And then but, finally I mean, going once out you and getting started, some stuff. Once you started, once I, how? It was an afternoon. I got home from work and had, had stopped on my way home from work and then messed with it. So it was an afternoon, probably about three hours. A lot of t- a lot of that time was spent like this, <laughs> just staring. Mm-hmm. For people who aren't watching but listening, that's what yeah. just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Go to our YouTube to watch her expression. That's right, because <laughs> it was good. A few years ago, I um I made some with nail polish on oh, kind of. They were kind of um. It was lot. They had lines. Was the design of the paper, but parts of the lines were raised, and that part had like a slippery surface. And parts of the cards were the card was lower, so it had like a a more rough papery surface. So I decided to use nail polish on that, and it actually turned out pretty cool. Hmm, um, nice. which is weird because I can't paint. So I, I made a few with nail polish. I made like a, it, it turned out with a cool texture. Cool. I don't remember where I put them though. It's <laughs> really neat. The most unique one I got was a, like a 3D one. And he did it with a red ink pen and a blue ink pen. It was like a house. And then the it cabin came one? with, did you it was see like that? It was like a cabin? It yeah, was like I, a cabin. Um, I kind of, I kind of cyber stalked you guys. Uh, no, not really. Um, I went on to the forums that the groups that you were on and I looked up your names and that to see what, like what you guys had posted in that group to prepare. <laughs> wow. That's I'll, have pretty to cool. send it, I'll send it to GC for the blog. Cause it, it came with like the 3d glasses and it was so Shut unique. Up. That is really cool. And I forget his name, but we'll shout him out on the blog. I don't remember if he had posted a picture of it or you had, but it it had like the 3D glasses and the and the card. 
And it was, um, and it said that he had traded with you. Yeah, he posted it first, and I think I was the first to respond. And then he didn't like, please. I don't think he liked my selection. He's just like, whatever, just send me something. (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy because when I look at your paintings, Elsie, I'm like, oh my God, why is she not like getting paid to be an artist? Which I guess you are. I mean, that's what you do. You sell your art for a living, but that's one of the things. I started. Yeah. But Uh, my goal is to. Your watercolors are amazing. You are a watercolor artist. Well, thank you. Well, if you um, if you like the size of artist trading cards for doing that kind of thing, and you're and you want to sell them, there's another thing called a CEOs, which is the same thing as artist trading cards, except they're for sale instead of for trade. Oh, interesting. Right. I noticed a a lot of the sirens. Picking up their pen and quickly writing that down. <laughs> Jess and I were just sitting like this. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but I saw some, I, I looked up ACEOs. I think it stands for Artist Cards Editions and Originals. Okay. Hmm. Um, so you can like do prints of them or you can do the actual watercolor whatever medium you're using on the card and then you can sell them on places like etsy or at art shows or whatever that's very cool did anybody notice or i guess have this experience where one was it hard for you to keep track of who you were sending cards to and two did people send you pictures of their envelope before they put it in the mailbox yes no and yes. It was not difficult for me to keep track of who I traded with because I've only traded, I've only traded with two people. One, one was a one-for-one trade and the other one was the three cards for the, the blind trade. But the first person I traded with, I told her it was my first trade and she spent a lot of time just going through and explaining to me all of the things that people do to make it run smoothly. And she said, some people will send a picture of the letter in the mail so that you can see the address and verify it and have faith that it's actually happening. And Mm -hmm. so I, I did that for all the ones I sent. I sent a picture of it in the mail. Actually, I mailed it at work and it's a bin. It says outgoing USPS, United States, yeah, USPS mail. That sign is on the box and I propped the envelope up with the postage on it and took a picture and sent it to them every time. Yeah, I did not do that. Nope. And I did not have trouble keeping track because I traded with three people. (laughs) I I don't have, I don't have trouble keeping track because I, um, I always keep the messages and I just look through the messages and, and I, cause I do it on HTCs for all. So I just keep the messages in there and I can see who I've been trading with. And I like to send a picture of the envelope because like as proof that I'm sending it. Cause you know, so, sometimes you, like it's never happened to me, but I know with things, it's often a good thing to do on, um, on any kind of trade through the mail. Mm-hmm. to send a picture of the of the envelope that you're sending it in so you'll see that with like path tags too yeah. where you're sending them through the mail 
you send an envelope, you send a picture of the envelope. LC needs to know what path tags are now. Yes, I know. I do. To explain that, <laughs> so path tags, they're these little round um, tags with a hole in them. And people often use them as like geocaching custom swag. And they're round and they're made of metal and they have it filled with enamel. And people have them made. I just had my first one made, but it hasn't come yet because I just, it's still in production. But they, you can use them for other things too. It's not just a geocaching thing. But what it is, is you just collect them or you can display them. There are these things that you can hang on your wall that has magnets in them and they're shaped for the path tag to go in and stick to that. And then um, you, what you do is you just trade them and you can trade them. You can put them in geocaches. You can give them to people. You can put them online. Uh, you can sell them, but mostly people trade them. And, you know, on pathtags.com is one way to trade them or at geocaching events. Lots of times people trade them there. Um, and I got one that's really cool. It says it's a picture of Eeyore. And Eeyore is like my spirit animal because, you know. <laughs> and my other spirit animal awesome. is a robot called Marvin who's manically depressed. Um, from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Anyway, yes! <laughs> 42! Anyway, yeah. I love Marvin. Anyway, um, it's Eeyore, and it says, not black, not white, just the blues. <laughs> I thought that Aww. one was so cute. And so, it fits me perfectly. <laughs> I feel like you should be able to retrade cards. Like when I was a kid and I collected stickers, it was always the goal to like trade and then trade up mm -hmm. a little and trade up a little. And I, I, I feel like you should be able to retrade. I didn't make this card. Siren LC did, but I'll trade it for that card. Has yeah, anyone ever um, done that? I haven't, but you can, it depends on if the people mind if you trade them or not. I feel like you should be able to do whatever you want with them once you get them. But right. not everyone feels that way. But on ATCs for all, there's actually a list of people who mind or don't mind them, their cards retraded. Hmm. So um, like there's this one list on the forum and people are like, do you and the question is, do you mind your cards being retraded? And the people say no or yes or not usually. But if it's this specific card and you don't want it anymore, I'd like it back wow. or um. Or sometimes they'll put, I don't mind at all, but if you could tell me who you're retrading it for, to, so I know who, who it's going to, then I'd appreciate that. I See, wonder why. I, I would answer that question with, I don't care. Once it's in your possession, do whatever you want with it. I know. Yeah, that, why, why that was my care? answer. Do they write that on the back of the card? Because there's no way I'd ever be able to keep that straight. No, they don't write it on the back of the card. What they do is you just go to the list. And if you have a card from that person, you, you have their names on the back of the card and it's in alphabetical order. It's in alphabetical order. So you just go to the letter and then you search for their username and then you're like, okay, this person doesn't mind it being retraded. The That's step one is that you know how to use that website. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very organized. I can't imagine... Like, I'm going to give this card to you, but you must keep it for eternity. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I don't like that, but it's one of the things about it. So I just, I, I don't really retrade them. Usually I just trade for cards I want anyway, but also, are you, are you okay with me retrading this or can I um, uh, include this in my minimalist game? (laughs) Maybe put that on there. My thought kind of as an artist was maybe then that person is using my art to trade for something that I could have gotten. Now I can't get it because this other person's trading my art. Like that's it. I don't know. It seems that's one of the reasons that it's considered polite not to trade other people's cards um, is because of that. And also I don't remember the also. Um, Oh, but (laughs) there's also some groups that say you're, you're allowed to trade like one of the groups that you had on the Facebook groups in its rules, it says any cards you get through trades or you trade here, you are allowed to be retraded. Mm-hmm. See, I'd like to do a blind swap where the rule is that you have to send me three cards that you did not create that were traded to you. <laughs> <laughs> and really mix it up. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess I feel like it would be immoral if you are trying to pass it off as your own artwork. But if you're, I don't, I don't mean that. No, no, no. I know. I just mean in general. Like I wrote my name on the back of my card. So I I did all except the first one I sent out. I had no idea what I was doing. I just popped a card in the mail. Like, see ya. Good luck. And (laughs) it, it occurred to me that I didn't like send her any extra goodies. I didn't like thank her for the trade. I didn't put my name on the back of the card. So I, I ended up sending her another one. And she thinks- that's all. That's what was intimidating to me is all the extra goodies. People would post, I just got this in the mail and look, it came with three extra cards and all these crafts and a car. I'm like, I in a car. <laughs> you got well, a car? <laughs> not required to put any goodies, and it's not even part of the etiquette that you should. It's just something people do to be like extra nice. Yeah, yeah. you're, I'm you're not you extra don't... nice. <laughs> but I yes, did. I put, I put stickers in mine, so I did put extra goodies in mine. But I, I don't know. At first, I was like, oh, that. That was my first hesitation. Is I don't. I don't have a bunch of extra stuff to put in here. <laughs> so this is the back of one of my cards. I always put the date. I sign it, put my name in, in print. Then I put my um, artist trading cards for all username, which is Elam Garrick 42. Cause I'm a big DS nine fan. Um, and then I put my Instagram name that which is also elam garrick 42 plus i'm a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy fan so it's star trek and hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy (laughs) in my name and then um and then i put the name of the card if my card in this instance does have a name but they don't all did anybody else name their cards no but i need i didn't paint that by the way someone sent me a scrap like these scraps of paper and I used it and they had like painted all over it. Oh, cool. But you From put it together, project. Right? Yeah, I, I just collaged it. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I, like I didn't name mine at all. I didn't either. I didn't either. I did over 30. I was a bit obsessive with it. I probably made that many. Really? I. But they're not all good. Some of them are literally just doodles. Like, look at this ugly ass octopus. 
Oh, he's cute. He's he is cute. He's elongated. He's here's the back of this is the back of mine. Hold on. There. Wait. Nope. 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 Still no. No. Oh yeah. I see Saint Croix. Sirensoapbox.com. Yeah, I put my name and I put sirensoapbox.com. Mine says, this is watercolor using water from the Caribbean Sea and sand from the beach. Sent with love from St. Croix USVI, Tracy, sirensoapbox.com. That's what mine say. All of mine like say siren mer, sirensoapbox.com, ATC episode to air 121021. Oh, that's oh, a good idea. I should have done that. Is that. Good. I usually I do, um, but if I draw, I usually do like a mandala type. Yeah, I oh, love nice. making mandalas. I like that. That's beautiful. And mm-hmm. I just do that kind of thing when I draw. But I like collages more. That's really Mur is very good at the mandalas. That's mm-hmm. my. Uh, that's where I, I find peace. Is making <gasps> Sarah, mandalas. I love your. Console. Look at how shiny! I love it. Oh, okay, I'll, let me take it out of the sleeve. I need you to send me the brand of that color changing paint because I think I need some. You see yeah, the same. color change? That's cool. What is the brand? See. Yeah, it's turning from like purple uh, to copper, right? Yeah. We'll put it, we'll put it in like our ear, store. It's iridescent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, put to, it in the store. And then go to sirensoapbox.com and it'll be in the store. Take a, so, I'll take a picture of it and send it. How many people were outside their comfort zone on this Me. in some way at all? Me. Yeah. I was. I, every single one of us. Yeah. At some way, some level, we're outside our comfort zone. So Did anybody at Aranza? what i said thank you for that yes yeah that is our goal to get outside our comfort zone for every challenge so check we did that i really (laughs) enjoyed it how many people did anybody have any lessons or any takeaways from doing this challenge my takeaway was that the um creating the art was enough so I, I like didn't that. stress over whether or not somebody asked for it or wanted it or liked it. Creating the art was enough and the trading was the bonus. I think my two takeaways, number one, stay away from glitter. Number two, <laughs> it's not necessarily about um, being able to draw an art. I, I think uh, some of the things that we've talked about here tonight have shown that there's a, a lot more to art besides being able to draw. So that was really good. Thanks. My takeaway is if you don't ask, the answer is always no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just um, kept trying to tell myself what my my nieces one time were, were fighting. Um, and Leona, who's always good for the one-liners, said, don't tell me how to art, Mara. <laughs> so I just kept telling myself that, like, like, don't tell me how to art. <laughs> I like it. Elsie? Mine are not as profound as your guys' is. <laughs> I finally got to experience the fact that uh, oils from your hands will actually repel watercolor. I never experienced oh. that on a large canvas, mm. but on a tiny 2 by 3 or 2.5 by 3.5 you can experience that a little bit more. So not, not as profound as everybody else, but I will say everybody in some way is an artist. You just have to find your medium. Aranza, what have you, what's been your favorite thing that you've learned about 
that you've learned from doing um, illustrating cards? I like that it's not as much about the art. It's also about the art some, but it's a lot about meeting different people and, you know, seeing how they see things. I like that. Seeing the world through other people's eyes. Well, I think it's time to leave our listeners with a challenge and that my friends, is for you to make your own artist trading cards to swap. And if you are already making artist trading cards, then we challenge you to make some cards using a brand new medium. Since I typically use acrylic paints or markers, I'm going to try making some mixed medium collage artist trading cards. I am not done with the artist trading cards. Um, I, I have 50 blank cards that need to be filled <laughs> so it's still happening aranza thank you so much for joining us this week and thank you for sending this challenge to us yes thank you it was it was a pleasure <laughs> and sirens i love chatting with you about this and i love seeing all of your artwork you guys are all very talented people and i'm lucky to know you and thank you fellow explorer for listening to this episode Go ahead and click that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Don't forget that you can watch this episode on YouTube now. And you can find the link to this video. You can find the Siren Soapbox blog, and you can learn about what we're up to next all on our website at sirensoapbox.com. Until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. That was great. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.